Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King. I am your host. And uh, as always, excited to be with you here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. Actually, now from 6 to 7, we have a new time here. But we always talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We do have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And uh, Well, this is show number 987 today, and I'm excited to have a gentleman in the studio that's, uh, well, he helped me along in my journey. His name is Alan McCall, and Alan is the uh, now the manager of WDXV 101.9, owner, manager, and janitor, <laughs> you, you name it. I, I know how that works. Now, welcome to the show. Thank, thank you. It's, it's just, so good to see you again, Pastor Jack. It's good to see you and uh, be back with you doing radio together again. Uh, yeah, it's Alan, been a long time. Yeah, Alan has the distinction. Uh, I mentioned the book that I wrote oftentimes here on the show, Dreams and Visions and Stories of Faith, and, and Alan's in the book. I talk about him. And I didn't know that till I got here and <laughs> found out I was in his book. That's so, right. Uh, well. Because uh, <laughs> back during the, as we say, back in the day, uh, WCVC 1330 AM, and if you wanted to listen to Christian music back in the 70s or the 80s or even the early 90s, it was WCVC. That's right. It uh, became WCVC on New Year's Day of 1977, uh, owned by uh, Dr. W.R. Cruz and his wife, Rita Cruz, out of Spartanburg. And uh, uh, WCVC was my second radio job. My uh, first one uh, was at WTAL 1450. I was hired by Tommy D., real name Dursey Polsky. <laughs> so, of course, it was shortened to D. Uh, but Tommy D. gave me my start after I was uh, – I did not have a early, uh, well, early on. I had a rough time of getting into radio, Pastor Jack. Right. Uh, I uh, was, was soundly rejected by every station. Yeah, but see, you, you are like I am about churches. You ask me, okay, that church, what church was it before it was this church and, and this building? I mean, I know a lot of that stuff. You're that way about radio. That, you you yes. know about that that station over there and who it was and who started it. And, and, <laughs> because that's your passion, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Now, you mentioned to me before we went on the air how it is that you, you started in radio. Tell us that story. Well, well, when I was uh, – about twelve years old. Now, now back back in the day, as as we uh, we keep uh, saying, back in the day, I was uh, um, listening to radio, but I really hadn't discovered it. Uh, but when I was about twelve years old, we had just come home from church, and we turned on thirteen thirty, which back then was the country station. My parents listened to that. They were doing a radio contest, and uh, I don't remember the question, but I called in and and won. And uh, the prize was an Elvis Presley forty-five record, really? and uh, so so uh, Mom took me down to the uh, to the station the next week to pick it up. And um, when we got there, the uh, the prizes they had given away for for the uh, previous few days were hanging on a pegboard there by the uh, control room, and uh, so so we're we're there picking up the prize. And I look in and see the the disc jockey at work. And a big control board, and of course, I didn't know what any of these uh, items were back then. Blinking lights and, right, and all right. kinds of things in there. And um, I remember being just kind of mesmerized by it. And I said to my mom, I says, you know, mom, I said, uh, I'm not good at sports, can't see how to do things all, all that well, but I think I could do that. Uh-huh. And uh, she was like, yeah, you know, I think you could. Well, when I... Uh, Finally got uh, brave enough to tell Dad that I was interested in a radio career. Well, he was he was he was not enthused. Really, he was uh, he was like, you know, I think you should set your sights a little higher. <laughs> and uh, as I got older, I said, well, there was some wisdom in that, but at the same time, I couldn't get rid of the the radio dream. It right. was just there, and uh, I I had some other you know teenage jobs that I that I did uh, taking care of farms uh, out in chairs for people but but you know that's only goes so far right. but but my real dream when I you know what are you going to do when you grow up well I'm, I'm going to be radio well you, you're either going to do radio or you're going to grow up you can't do both <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, but the radio dream was there and uh, 
So I, uh, I tried to get hired at WTNT in the mid-70s, and uh, they didn't hire me, but they let me come in after hours and, and shadow the evening guy, whose name was Sandy Young, and we're still friends uh-huh. to this day. Uh, we're, we're on Facebook. He's, he's been to WDXD in, in the last few months. So. Uh, now, when you say shadow, what, what what do you mean by that? Just, um, just what, be there. I would just I would just come in. He would be doing his show, but they would would let me watch as long as I stayed out of the way and just right. just observed. And I actually ran the board for the first time on uh, WOMA ninety four point nine, um, but but uh, I was not acknowledged. You know, right. it was just something that was now, done no, as, when, as training. When you did this at, at uh, this was at ninety four point nine. This was at ninety four point nine. How old were you then? I was about sixteen. Sixteen, okay. but I was not hired. Okay, no, but but you had an opportunity here to learn. Yes, sir. And and how did that come about? Um, uh, pe- pestering people until uh, <laughs> until the uh, the uh, the program director John Stevens at WTNT interviewed me and auditioned me, and he said, "There's some potential, but you're you're raw." And, and I would agree if I was to go back and listen to my tapes from from those years, I'd probably pitch them in, in the garbage. But but uh, but just just a lot of uh, pest, pestering people and just saying I'm really serious. Yeah. Uh, how yeah. how do I get started? And I remember writing letters to some of the DJs, and and some of them would answer, and uh, yeah. and they would share well, their stories. Well, now let's tell the the people at this point because yes, everybody may not know you. That's you. Correct. You are uh, sight restricted. To, to some degree, yes, sir. Le- legally blind, uh, twenty over four hundred since birth uh, from from cataracts, which uh, I've, I've had se- several operations, mostly in childhood, which got me from day and night vision to twenty over four hundred, which is where it still is. Okay. So basically, if you were around Alan, and, and I, I've had the chance to, to be around him when he was working at WCVC. He can hold something up to his his face. What about uh, what five, five pretty, inches pretty, away? Pretty, pretty close, yes, yeah. sir. And you can make out enough to read. Oh yes, sir, I can read. Yeah, and I asked him when he came in today. I said, "Has that changed over the year? Has it gotten better or worse?" And he says, "About the same." From even back when I we used to be together, CVC. Right, right. My, my eye doctor is named Jerry Ford, and uh, and uh, so he he was like, well, you know, it really hasn't changed much. Through and the that's years. amazing. That really is, and that, and that's a blessing too. Yes, sir. So, so basically, to be able to. Uh, run a, a soundboard like you used to do and I used to watch him do this all the time at CVC he'd be running the soundboard talking on the radios never missed a beat I yes mean, sir you could do all that stuff and I'm still doing that but, but I'm wondering when uh, they talked to you there at WTL did that matter to them did, did, did that hold you back do you think um, I think at WTNT maybe John was a little bit nervous about trying to put me on the board because uh-huh. I mean I was not proven I'm green you sure, know I've come sure. out of nowhere um, when I uh eventually went over to WTAL and was interviewed by Tommy D. He, uh, he said, I'm, I'm going to try something and uh, put you on overnights, midnight to 6, running the Larry King talk show from midnight to 5.30. You got 30 minutes of music, and uh, their music at that time was, was soft pop, not, not anything hard or anything. And it was on 45 records, so we were using turntables and uh, the old uh, cartridges which it looked like an eight track, but oh, it really sure. is. I remember, yeah. But the uh, the old the old radio people who may tune into your program, Pastor Jack. When I say carts, they'll know exactly oh, yeah, what that yeah. is. Yeah. So uh, so we had uh, three cart machines, a reel to reel, and two turntables and a mic, and uh, that's that's what we worked <laughs> with. No computers. Wow. Nothing was wow. automated. You had to have a warm body yeah. in that that building twenty four sure. hours yeah, a day. Yeah. So I started started as the uh, midnight to six guy one night a week. And uh, that lasted for about three weeks, and somebody left. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Tommy D says, "How about Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights?" So, really? uh, so yeah. I went in about a month's time. I went from one night a week to uh, every night but Monday. <laughs> so now you said they were they were, uh, had the Larry King show on. Yes, sir. That was. But, but you were talking in between. Uh, just at the top of the hour with the weather and, and, and stuff like that, just so, little local inserts. So there's a whole lot more to radio than just talking on a microphone. Yes, there's sir. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that nobody, uh, unless you're around it, you don't know. That, that's, and, uh, that's correct. I remember one time I was listening on the radio to a show. I think it was coming out of Nashville. It was a nice talk show. And at the end of it, they started talking about all the different people who had put that show together and how they'd flown this person in to do this. And I'm thinking, 
I do all that stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. We run our own board, right, do our right, own right. production little, and yeah. everything. And this little studio here where we're at right now. Of course, Alan, you, you see what I got here. Uh, yes, sir. And I do it all. But a lot of that, now I did not necessarily learn it from you, but I watched and observed what you did. Right, right. And, and of, course, of course, equipment's different now than right. even, even then. But I'd see you. Uh, you talk about the carts. Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. You got to get that thing in just at the right time when the commercial comes on, because in radio we don't like dead air. Do we, we don't like dead air. We <laughs> we had to know uh, there, there was a uh, the, a word that the uh, radio people used to use, and that word was was back time, and by that they would mean uh, you would try to time your your records into say the top of the hour news uh, type of thing, and you would try to pick something that not only fit the format that your program director wanted, but that would also fit this time slot. Say you got two minutes and 45 seconds, and uh, you want a two-minute 30 song so that uh, you've got time for your legal ID and then hit the news at the top of the hour. <laughs> and uh, and that skill was called back timing. And, uh, it takes a while to develop that skill, too. It, it? it yeah. does. And uh, here, here's, here's a funny story about about that. When I went to WCVC in 1996, uh, I was actually coming back to WCVC for the second time. Um, there was a, a young lady well, working there named Christy, and uh, she was explaining how to time into the news, and she pointed to the clock, which was across the room up on the wall, and she says, oh, you have to watch the second hand, and when it gets to the 10, it will you know, give you the cue tone. And I said, I said, Christy, I actually can't read that clock. Oh, no. <laughs> and she, she turned a, a little shade of pale, and then she says, uh, well, the, this Mr. Boring, that's uh, Wendell Boring, the owner, no. and I said, I, I said, oh, yeah, and, uh, and there won't be any problem. So uh, she, she actually had me run into a break, which, which I did fine. But uh, I, I said, actually, Christy, the secret is I have a wristwatch with a second hand on it, and I cue it to the network. So I can just look at my watch, and I don't have, <laughs> so have you, to you look had across a plan. the room. Yeah. So, so yes. Yeah. yeah, I know when uh, I first started uh, doing the talk show at uh, WCVC, um, the, uh, they, ha- they handed me a, a transistor radio. To listen to the show, that that was a, sort of a headset. I was actually listening to my show coming over there on on the headset coming off the radio. The only problem is that you all had another station coming off that tower. We did fourteen ten yeah. was bleeding and in. So, on us. so I'm not getting CVC. I'm getting fourteen ten, <laughs> and I'm going. This is not working. <laughs> right, right. You know, I didn't remember that uh, that that we were that low budget, but. <laughs> Well, we <laughs> what I did is that I, the next week I went over there, I brought me a, a, a cassette player, some kind of a, some kind of a deal, right? To where where I could funnel it through that, and then have a headset where I could actually listen to the show. But but see, you talk about being green. Uh, uh, you had helped me to do the daily broadcast, and I was doing that in my own little studio, right? But when I talk, started the talk show, I'd never done anything like that before. That was all new to me. And I remember going over the first. Uh, week that I went to do the show, and Clive Jones, we talked about him a little while ago, yes, sir. was was there as, as a producer, and he didn't really know a lot of that stuff in that other room. <laughs> right, right, right. And so between the two of us, we figured out enough to get me on the air, but he wasn't sure whether the microphones would work. He said, I've got to get you on the air to find out if the microphones work. <laughs> right, right. Fortunately, they did. <laughs> right, right, right. Because when they uh, when they had moved the the uh, control room to the other room, things were a little bit different right. from from what we had had originally, and so so it it took a little. Uh, uh, you know, learning uh, how how things were set up on our part to, right. and then to make the, sure we had people on the air. Nobody told me that if you if you hit a certain pitch, it would knock the uh, control thing off, which right. is which was out, outside in another building. Right. Chris Hall eventually fixed that. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm I'm doing the show, and all of a sudden, Clive, the producer, he he jumps up and he runs out the back door, and I'm just going on. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> And then he goes back and he's fine. He says, he told me later, he said, oh, yeah, you, the tower went off. The, you were off the air for a while. But I never stopped talking because I didn't know. But We, we, we all made that run out the back yeah, door sure at times. <laughs> but the thing about it is that just like you're talking about, uh, when you went to the stations that you talked about, they gave you a chance to start. They did. That's what you all did for me because I'm like you. I love radio. 
and uh, as a kid, I always enjoyed listening to ball games and, of course, driving. As I got older and was driving, listening to radio on the car. Radio is such a personal medium. It is. It is. Because you're, you're driving down in your, uh, the road in your car, and there's nobody at the vehicle with you. That person that's with you is on that radio there. And one, one of the uh, secrets that actually Tommy D told me first, he says, you just you just visualize your best friend sitting across you know the right. uh, the table from you just like we're doing now right, right. and you just talk to that one person you don't yeah. you don't you know visualize this crowd you visualize that that friend and you're you're just sharing and, and talking to your friend and when you're on the air you you talk to that one friend sure and uh, and that's how you communicate and that's how how you uh, make it a personal medium for for you know, whoever might be tuned in, and you don't ever know who they are. That's right. And and I've had people say to me, how do you just sit there in the room just talk to yourself? <laughs> it's exactly what you just said. I've, I've gotten that uh, question, yeah, yeah, too. Because you know that there's people out there going to be listening. And, of course, most of my show, and all my shows, I'm pre-recording most of the time. And so when I'm when I'm pre-recording, there's nobody listening to it, but I know somebody will eventually. Right. right. And so you're just talking to that invisible people. And, and I think there's a place in your mind – to where you overcome this there there is yeah because my experience was i was doing the talk show over wcvc and i had a guest lined up and just before the show started he called me he said pastor king i'm sorry i'm not going to be able to come and all of a sudden i realized i got an hour radio show here to do and i have no guest i've got a ra- <laughs> hour long radio show to fill That's what right. am i going to do and it was the best thing that could ever happen to me because i sat there and just you just talk just talk and just and and the wonderful thing about uh knowing the lord is the holy spirit begins to just give you things to say and of course uh, even on the talk show then as i do now i played a little bit of gospel music sure. and it feels a little bit of time and uh after that show was over i said to myself this was the best thing that could have happened because i needed to do this <laughs> so, sometimes we're thrown into things Absolutely. like yeah. that yeah i mean that so similar kind of things happened, you know, it, to me it, early on, and uh, it's like, ooh, this is scary. But you know, you you, uh, you just kind of, uh, all right, let's let's just plunge on through and and do the best we can. And uh, so, so my uh, my my first year in radio was at, at uh, WTAL, and uh, that that lasted a year. And uh, Don Keys from Ohio bought the station in 1980. And uh, announced that uh, well, we're going to change the format to uh, music of of your life, which was I the remember, big band. I remember that. Yes. Okay. Well, the 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 year that he does that, I'm 22 years old, and uh, I receive a call on Saturday saying, "Well, you're too young for this new format. Tomorrow <laughs> is your last day." Really. Um, but there's something unusual about that, in that. Most radio people, when they are let go, they don't give you a chance to say goodbye. Uh-huh. It's just you're done. Yeah, you never yeah. go back. Yeah, on that's the that's radio's that way. You're right. All right, at WTAL, I was given the chance to say goodbye on on Sunday, which I did, and went out classy, like right. you know, like if they ever want to hire me back, you know, I have done nothing to burn any bridges here, and uh, so uh, I was also going to uh, FSU then, Pastor Jack, to get my degree in communication. So I decided right then was the time to go finish that. Okay. And uh, so I did uh, intern for FSU Media Relations as, as a writer. And at the same time, Art Myers, um, who is uh, very well known to the TV That's audience right. on Channel 6. Yeah, he was at CVC the first time that I was on the, on the air there. Art Myers is yeah. the reason I went to WCVC. Uh, we grew up together and knew each other from our teenage years. Oh, really? So, yeah. so we are you know nearly lifelong friends. Uh, Art introduced me to Brian Cerny, and Art says, I'm going to TV, and, and we're going to need some, some help at, at WCVC Radio. Is and, that right? Yeah. And so... So Art actually led me to that, what was a part-time opening at, at WCVC. Huh. And in the fall of 1983, I was hired by Brian Cerny, uh, kind of on the spot, because Art was leaving. And uh, so that, that launched my, uh, my uh, years yeah. into Christian see, radio. Yeah, you and I, we just missed each other at that time. Yes, because sir. I was on the station doing the daily broadcast uh, for about two years, around about 81, 82 and then I quit doing that, so I wasn't going to the station. So it was when you came in. I came and, in in and, and, late, late nineteen eighty three, yeah, and, and you and I didn't meet for almost twenty years. The, the, yes, that. sir. Yeah, yes, sir. And that's that's interesting because, uh, like I said, Art was doing the uh, uh, 
purpose manager of the station. Right. And so like that. And of course, for those who don't know, and as if anybody in this area wouldn't know, Art Myers is now Channel 6, uh, does a daily uh, the noon uh, news broadcast and got the, that golden voice. <laughs> he does indeed. <laughs> he really does, yeah. Yeah, and uh, but but like I say, I, right at that point, we just barely missed each other at that point. Then 20 years later, when I God called me back to radio and I, I didn't know any place else to go, I called WCVC. You were the you were the manager, very kind yes, to me, helped me get back into radio. Uh, actually, it's, and that's that's an amazing thing about it. But here's the thing about uh, when radio gets in your blood, <laughs> you can't get you it can't. out. And I know a lot of people that's like you and I. They just love radio. And and for people who don't, it's it's almost hard to describe. I can't, yeah, you can't really explain that to someone who doesn't get it. But uh, my my grandson Daniel, who is sixteen, has been working at WDXC now for three years. He's got it when he's not on the air or hasn't been on for a while. It bothers them. Sure. And uh, so. Uh, I said, Daniel, I said, well, welcome to the world of radio. You have been bit by the radio bug. As well, as let's, let's talk about your station now. Yes, sir. Because uh, back, uh, as he said, back in the day when you and I both were, and I never was an employee at WCBC. Uh, I, I had a radio show there. You helped me to get it together, uh, both the uh, daily broadcast and the uh, Right. You became a big show. part of uh, of the ministry over there. Yeah, because I loved it, and I, and I was right. just happy to be there and, and, and happy to be involved in it. But a lot of times you and I would just have time to talk, and I remember you talking about this, what you're doing now. You, you always wanted to have your own station, and, uh, and of course – you would tell me things that would just nobody knows this kind of stuff, <laughs> right? Right. Because it was your passion. You had a lot of information. You shared to me about how how this would work and how the, uh, the regulations for this, and you knew all that stuff, right? right. And, but now, uh, just the other day, Alan will send me an, an email from time to time. Just, just updating. It's not not just to me. You're, right. you're sending this out, right? To right. It's, it's just yeah. to people who are interested. But you told me about uh, a little bit about the station. It's an email, and I said to myself, "That is exactly what Alan used to describe to me." Now, to know uh, about me, uh, I say this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant alive and well. The name of my book is "Dreams and Visions and Stories of Faith." I'm all about people following their dreams, and I tell people all the time, "says Don't let." Anybody talk you out of your dreams? You follow and you do what God has called you to do, and what you feel you. So you've done that, yes, sir. And, the, and there are people along the way who will say, you know, why are you doing that? Go, go get a real job, <laughs> <laughs> because this is your heart and your passion. So basically, you have a station now, and you're doing a combination of old classic country and, yes, and some gospel. Yes, sir. Okay, that's correct. So, give us that the layout of all that. All right. Well, uh, I I was with WCVC a total of thirteen years, and it ultimately was was about to be leased and ultimately sold to a Catholic group, and I, I saw the end of of the ministry as as we knew it uh, coming coming to well, an I end. See, you got it over a period of time. I got it one Saturday. My show ended. I get a phone call. I said, "You're done." I said, "What What did I do?" <laughs> Right, right. But you knew all that was in the works. I, I, I did. I saw it coming, yeah. and uh, and so I uh, I basically um, told him of, of my intent to retire, but that I, that I would stay on to to consult, help you know whatever they needed. So um, I continued helping them with their billing, paperwork, legal stuff for for almost another year, and uh, so the Catholics officially took over in two thousand five. And uh, my grandsons at that time were like uh, two and three years old. So for a few years, all I did was a, a streaming station on a service called Live 365, mm-hmm. which I just did for fun. Didn't make any money, um, but it, it was just a way to kind of keep my hand to, in to, radio. In yeah. radio. So, so I actually did that stream for a number of years. And um, uh, per- pursued uh, looking into a couple of stations, maybe to uh, operate or, or even purchase a couple of times. Even looked at one in, in Tennessee, Pastor Jack, but that that was not to be, and I kind of knew that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you'd had to relocate, right? Yeah, yeah. Marianne's parents were there, yeah. and we had talked about her maybe needing to go up there, but they moved to Ohio instead. So, okay, okay. So, so, so the door to Tennessee so closed. Yeah, Tennessee right. was out. So. So in uh, 2013, 
I get a call from an engineer friend who is in Texas. And uh, this engineer's name is Leo. And uh, he said, Alan, he said, there's a opportunity for what they call low power FM or LPFM for short. He said, there's a opportunity for a LPFM in, in Tallahassee. And uh, he said, I can put you on 101.9 in Tallahassee with 33 watts. And uh, when he <laughs> threw the 33 watts at me, I, uh, I kind of said, I don't think I can do anything with, with that. <laughs> and I said, I just, I just don't know. And so WDXD is a station that almost wasn't. Uh-huh. Uh, I uh, kind of thought about it. Uh, I talked with my wife, Marianne, about it. And she was like, I think you ought to do it. And I was like, really? She says, yes, that's your dream, and I really think you should pursue it. So, uh, that's, a wonderful, that's a wonderful thing, to have a wife that's supportive. To have a wife who's, yeah, who is supportive yeah. uh, means, means everything. Yeah. And, uh, so, and, and uh, so my, my family, my, my parents, who you've, you met my mom. Sure. My parents were supportive, and, and dad, who many years before had said, oh, you shouldn't you know you should do something you know better uh actually is on my board of directors How about that <laughs> and so 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 our company is myself my wife marianne and my mom and dad that's okay. that's the company but is, is it still 33 watts yes sir okay so, and just so for people who don't know radio compare that i mean like uh, even a, a station like wtal would be what 100 there there are a thousand watts a thousand watts okay yes so that kind of gives you a comparison but I remember you bought uh, a little deal. It was called Delta Star. Is that where that come from? De- Delta Star. Um, that that uh, was, was in Deltona, Florida. Yeah. And mo- mostly was, was a bunch of, of gear and, and old old music. But you had a box. I had a box. And that was what, 10 watts? If, yeah. if, if that. Yeah. I, but, I but, had a but, box. But I remember you telling me, and this is my, my fertile memory here. Yes, sir. About you you went down there. Now, Deltona, is, it's, it's level down there, right? It's not, yeah, it's yes, not sir. hilly like it is here. Right. And you told me that that, that little box would put out radio signals and the, and the power lines would pick it up. Right. And it, you, you, the, you drove around Deltona and you heard that station. The, they called it Carrier Current. Right. Was the name of that. But when you brought it up here <laughs> it didn't in work. the hills, <laughs> and you don't think, well, this is not exactly what you call a hill country, but this area around Tallahassee is hilly. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't get a half it mile out. This, <laughs> it didn't have the same results. But even the little 10 uh, right, right. Did give a radio, a radio signal. It did, and people in Deltona could listen to it. Right. So now you're, you said thirty three, right? Uh, okay. Right. For for okay. uh, for this one, it's it's thirty three watts, okay. and it's on FM. Okay. So and so now you and I was just by his house a little while ago. Got a big tower out there. Not it's not a big tower like uh, maybe. Uh, well, it's it's one hundred and eighty feet. Okay. An- another twenty feet, it would have to have the uh, the light at the top. Okay, it's so a pretty good sized tower. It yeah. it is, and it was thirteen thousand grand, <laughs> thirteen thousand to put that thing up. So so it was not cheap. But, but your thirty three watts on that tower gives you more. Uh, ability to broadcast than it would be if it was not on that tower it does indeed yeah. yes sir the height helps so you're you're over off of Appalachian parkway right what is your range would um it it, uh, it it kind of depends on on which direction you go because we have listeners in wakala county uh-huh. we have listeners in jefferson county if you go northwest from from our site when you're heading toward bainbridge there's another station in bainbridge on 1019 and at some point northwest of, of Tallahassee, block, out yeah. Monroe, they will they will start to to yeah. collide, and and they'll they'll eventually you know. So you're telling out. me that that your tower is kind of pointed toward the coast. Well, well, it, it's non-directional, but because there's no other stations in the direction I of the see. coast, okay. Okay. there's less interference. So you got a clear area there. For yes, sir. Your signal. So how far down can you go? Um, we've been heard as far as Medart. That's pretty good ways. Uh, yeah, for thirty-three watts, yeah. uh, for uh, for the owner of a business in Medart to contact us and say, "Hey, I I just discovered this classic country station. Where'd y'all come from?" Uh-huh. Uh, okay. uh, was kind of an encouragement. So, so that's about from from your place to Medart. That's about what about twenty-five miles, so, something like that. Okay, so would would you say uh, our our good range is probably more like 10, 10 okay. 12. So, okay, let's uh, okay, let's say twelve miles from from your go, going. Uh, South, yes, sir. Right, okay. So you're you Woodville, yes, sir. Uh, 
Crawfordville? Yes, sir. Okay, that's that's not a bad area. There's people down there. There is, there is, and <laughs> so, and, and and we 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 do hear from them. Yeah, and um, so uh, to to kind of tell you how the station got started. Um, uh, Leo, uh, the engineer from Texas, did the uh, technical part of the FCC paperwork for us. I did the rest, and we submitted it in uh, in October of uh, 2013. Okay. And I really didn't know whether it had a chance of actually making its way through the Federal Communications Commission or you know or or not. So uh, we actually prayed about it and. And the prayer was, Lord, if this is your will, please open the doors. If it isn't, just go ahead and close them so we can just move on to something else. And uh, so in November, we get word that it's been accepted, at least, which is the first step. In February, they, they say construction permit has been granted, giving you permission to build 33 watts in Tallahassee on 101.9. And so we're we're talking a station from the ground up. There's nothing there, right? And uh, so, so it's like, oh boy. Uh, a week <laughs> a week later, I applied for the call sign, and uh, and uh, I had a website already called Big D Country. So I was looking for something with a D in it, preferably at the end. And we came up with a, a list of six call letter possibilities, and WDXD sounded country. And it, it just does. it just was the one that right. that seemed seemed right for us. And so now, why did you choose a country format? Well, if uh, if the old timers are uh, tuned in, some of them may remember when ninety three point three in Quincy was WGWD with Monty Bittner. Uh, Monty sold that station. I remember the station. I used to listen to it. Yes, sir. Monty Monty had two partners, and they decided because of Monty's declining health that it was time time to sell. Um, so it sold, but at the last minute, they realized that the format was not going to be continued. It was going to flip to talk. And uh, Mon- Monty was kind of heartbroken over it. I don't know how else to describe it, but, but al- almost a seller's remorse, like I wish we hadn't uh-huh. made this move. And uh, so I was actually on the air with Monty on his last day there. And of course, I didn't have a station that yet then and i said well monty i hope at some point in the future there will be a way that we can you know resurrect this format and you know maybe bring it back to tallahassee and he says well i hope so too so so when i got the construction permit i i called him and i said monty i've got a a permit to build a station it's 33 watts and because you were so good on the air i never wanted to compete against you but uh um, how would you feel if i was to take my station country and he said well, as much hate mail and calls that we we've been getting, I think it'd be good if somebody could do <laughs> the it. The hate mail because they were off the air, uh, yeah. because and yeah. it switched to talk. Yeah. So the country audience who had been displaced really couldn't find any anything to go to, yeah. and uh, so uh, with Monty's blessing and help from Chris Hall, some people who worked with him, uh, John Clark brought us some country music. Uh, just people that I know brought us country music. I already had a lot of country, and I had uh, Christian music as well um, from uh, WCVC Radio, which had right. changed to, uh, but, to Catholic. One of the things about it is that uh, the country music, it, it's, it, ha- it has its uh, segments of time. There, you know, there were different artists who became popular at that time, and they sang a certain type of song. Right. Some of the country music... Actually, there was a time when the Lord made me quit listening to country music because right. of the lyrics. Right. Okay. Do you pay attention to that as far as the, the stuff? I do. I do. We we, uh, we we try to stay historical, but at the same time, we try to to keep it as much on the clean side as we yeah. can yeah. without losing the history. And and so uh, so when uh, when we applied for our five hundred one c three so that it would make it easier for people to to make contributions. Um, our application to the IRS actually instead of what they normally get with a radio station is for religious and educational purposes or whatever ours is in music history really and uh, and that caught the attention of the IRS to the point where, where they called us and were intrigued and uh, Instead of taking a, a year to get through, it it sailed through the IRS. In, How about in, that? In in four months, <laughs> and, and so we got That's that, good. and we we still had a station to build. Yeah. Meantime, and and uh, 
long long story short, one of the radio engineers in town led us to a ham radio operator who had a tower on the ground, which is the tower that, that we have now. Is that right? <laughs> and so the ham radio community, we asked them for help, and, and some of them did, and uh, they, they helped us uh, acquire that tower, and we had to get a tower crew in from St. Augustine to put it up, but... But uh, but, a, but it, that is good. I, I love to hear stories like that. The, uh, the 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 feds gave us eighteen months to build it. If you're not done in eighteen months, you can apply for a for a extension and get uh-huh. another eighteen. Well, we're fifteen months in. I'm like, you know, I just want to get this thing built right. and and done. So I had two other engineers. One of them being Andy Hannis, who many people will know. He worked with WFSU for for many years. Andy is my chief engineer now. And uh, so he and an, another uh, gentleman by the name of Bobby Gray came came up, and in uh, June of uh, 2015, we worked and sweated. <laughs> You're talking about a hot day in June. Uh, got got a trench dug between our little trailer that that we're in and the tower. Got the uh, transmission line put in. And put a test signal of about five watts on the air, just so we could say, okay, we put a put a test on right. before the deadline. We still had a lot of work to do that summer, and 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 different things to get it up to to power, and uh, and grounding against lightning, which right. is major. Oh yeah, but but you did it. We, you, we did you, it. You've done it, and you hung in. And of course, at the same time, you're not a uh, quote a rich man, so no, no, so, sir. so funds had to be raised. But but God provided it, didn't He? Um, yeah. Yes, and and one of those provisions uh, was through my mother-in-law, who passed away before the station was built. She didn't get to live to see it happen, but she knew we were working on it. In her will, she left the corporation $6,000 seed money to start. Wow. It came in the mail on the day we put the test signal on, and I didn't know it was coming. Wow. And so, and so, God, do, so do not badmouth my my mother in law. She was a wonderful woman. She she ha, she had cancer, and she passed away shortly before the station signed wow. on the air. But she wanted so much for that to happen, yeah. uh, not only for me but for Mary Ann, you know, her yeah. her daughter, um, who actually had done a little bit of radio in high school herself. So, but the thing about it is that you have been able to uh, bring other people into your dream. Yes, sir. And that's that's one of the things I talk about in my book. I said, you have to be able to articulate your dream so that other people will come and help you. There, and, there's and, no way to do yeah. a project like that by yourself. Yeah, and, and, but you listed all these people who, most of them, they didn't get a whole lot out of this other than the fact that they believed in what you're, you're believing in. And, uh, and I was going to say this about the country thing. There are some parts of country that, that well, like I said, the lyrics were bad. Right. But there's also a lot of country and it's it's not gospel, but they have a lot of good things to talk about about life. And I've said this a lot of times: if you like uh, country, then you'll like gospel, right? Because they're they're they're, they're cousins. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. yes, they are. And because the music is a lot of the same, whereas the gospel goes strictly talking about the Lord and stuff like that. But country music talks about life. Right, and, and especially a lot of the older songs. They, exactly. They've got a story to tell. Exactly. Ballads and different things that can really uh, help you if you can get around the, the ones where they talk about putting my shoes under somebody else's bed and stuff like right, that. Right, And that's what the guy told me. He said, you got to stop listening to that kind of stuff. Right. So, And also we know this, country music, if you, turn it to, if you tune in to one of the local popular country stations today, that's not country like you and I know country. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not criticizing it. I'm just saying it's just not. Right, it's a, di- yeah. it's a different style. Yeah. Um, but but uh, Monty Bittner had had the, the more traditional. and oh, I, uh, I remember, yeah. And, and Trooper Jim Bluegrass. Yeah, I, I love listening to that station. So we have, we have brought back Trooper Jim. Uh, who uh, lives in Havana? He actually can't pick us up. But when when I met him, uh, Monty Bittner passed away in 2018. Knowing that the format was continuing on on 101.9, he was happy about that. Uh, we shook hands in 2017. Met for the first person we'd talked on the phone for for years, and uh, finally said said, you know, I think we should meet. Huh. And so so uh, uh, Brad Joyce and I went over to Monty Bittner's place, spent the day with them learned way more about radio than i knew before and uh, and uh, just got a lot of uh, insight from monty and things that had worked for him and and things that he 
didn't think worked as well as maybe they should have. Um, but but I, I, I said, he said, uh, Alan, really, I just wanted to see this format continue. And I said, you're looking at the man who can do it. Yeah. And now, what was this little, sta- little saying on that station? Wasn't that a little, sta- little saying? I, I remember that, that it would come on and it had a little, little jingle, like a little, little thing. You probably don't remember it either, but it was cute. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the thing right. about that station, it made you feel like this is just home folks. It was just very homey. Yeah, it yeah. was, you know, yeah. classic yeah. country for sop choppy, yeah. no, you know, that, that kind of I thing. I want to take you back for something you, you yes, mentioned sir. earlier. You talk about WTAL when it was the uh, music of your life. Yes, sir. Okay. Did you, did, you, you said you never did any of those shows. No, sir. I was fired okay. three days before Cause, it cause started. I ask you, do you remember what the number one song that they sang, they played? Every hour on the hour. I, I don't. Mr. Sandman. Oh, okay. Mr. Sandman. <laughs> I remember. Well, they, I, I have that song now. <laughs> yeah, they, they played that song. I mean, an awful lot. I used to listen to that, and then I started listening to TAL when they first went talk. And, uh, and he, I, like I said, I'm a radio guy. I right, like, right. I, I like radio. I like the talk format. Uh, music, uh, for me anymore, I'm just not. The, the, now, we have a wonderful oldie station. Here right in yes. Tallahassee, and I'm so yes. thankful for them. So I listen to them, and of course, uh, 97 out. I like the sports and that sort of thing, but I love gospel. Right. And unfortunately, we don't have a southern gospel station. Right. In Tallahassee now. Right. It's, it's been tried. It's it's oh, hard yeah. to get enough uh, sponsors right, on that right. to, so. to keep it going. You know, as a full fledged format. Matter of fact. Um, one of the things I ran into with WDXD was that I had gotten music. We talked about this before we started the show. I got music from WCVC. Pretty much everything they had that was in that building that went back to the 70s is now in my station. Uh, WJEP, the voice of love out of O'Clockney. No, I, I thought that was Thomasville. Well, no, Thomasville, yeah. O'Clockney. Okay. It, was, it was on Highway 84 in the woods between them. <laughs> okay. Now, you talk about the boonies yeah, going yeah, back to yeah, that station. Yeah. But when I went up there and, uh, and uh, met, met a gentleman by the name of Jeff Davis. And, uh, I know Jeff. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, well yeah. Jeff, Jeff Davis. You're on the radio show with me here. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff Davis, uh, great, great friend to, to us. And, uh, um, he mentioned that he knew you. Now, yeah, think, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we we met at WJEP originally. On, on the day I went up there to see if I could pick up a few albums, maybe to use at uh, <laughs> WCBC. Well, a few albums ended up being everything they had, which was six hundred and something and a bunch of boxes. And uh, um, so, in exchange for that, I agreed that we would make a donation to Lifeline Ministries of Thomasville, which which we did. And uh, I didn't have a checkbook or anything with me. That deal was done on a handshake Wow! with Jimmy Keaton. And I, I said, I will support Lifeline for the next year up to a certain certain right, point, right. amount, which which we did. And uh, J- after Jimmy passed away, uh, Lifeline kind of lost focus and interest in radio. And, and so it, it's no longer up there. Yeah. But, but its legacy is also here, here in this little 33-watt station <laughs> that I said, I can't do anything with it. Well, I've <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this, Al. If somebody wanted to help you uh, in, in what you're doing, because you're, you're, like I said, you're doing a, a combination of, of country. You do have some gospel teaching on there. And you yes, do also, uh, Sundays is pretty much gospel. Yes, sir. And so... How do people get in touch with you if they just want to help you a little bit? Well, well, um, um, our probably the easiest and quickest way is our Facebook page, which okay. is facebook.com slash WDXD radio, um, because that pops up before anything else does, and it's okay. got our address and phone numbers and everything. Okay. We also have a toll-free number of all things that was, was uh, provided uh free of charge to us last month it's 1-844-HEY-WDXD hey that's cool that's 1-844-HEY-WDXD and that will ring to our, our regular landline you know my, well. my, my mentor who taught me a lot about radio would probably not be happy with me at the fact that i have <laughs> not broke in here because we've been having such a good time but i do need to tell folks this is the gospel on the radio Talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I get to do this every Sunday. Alan McCall has been my guest today here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. And well, 
uh, I know I'm talking to kind of a new audience. We've been moved from uh, 7 to 8 to 6 to 7. I've got to get used to that. So if you're listening for the first time today, welcome to the show. Join me every Sunday morning. We'll be here from 6 to 7 talking about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well, and playing a little gospel music along the way. Uh, I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. Our services start at 11.05 today, and I invite you to come and join us. We love the Lord, we love visitors, and we'd love to see you at Freedom Road. Uh, We're located between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue, so if you're heading toward Park Avenue on Capital Circle, look for us on the right-hand side of the road. We'll have our sign out there for you. Also, I want to invite you to join me on Saturday nights from 7 to 8 on 94.1 on your radio dial. That's the Saturday night gospel sing with me, Pastor Jack King. We have a great time, so I want to make sure you're aware of that. Also, this broadcast will be on podcast. Give it a few days. Show number 987. If you want to share it with a friend or listen to it, you can do it on the podcast as well. And... uh, AAA Constant Comfort, actually AAA Heating and Air. They've been helping me do this show from the very, very beginning. And I always like to mention them, 893-9566. Brother Allen, we're down to about seven minutes here to go. We've been having a good time. Yes, sir. Going down memory lane. But you've been telling us a lot of stuff. Because you've got all this knowledge in your head about radio and (laughs) different things like that. But one of the things that that I'm thankful for is that you've stayed with some gospel. Yes, sir. Because that's kind of been your background. Now, you've done country at different stations, but at CVC for 13 years, you you were Jonathan uh, well, for, for a season, I was Jonathan Allen Jonathan over there. Allen, Other yeah. than that, I've used my real name yeah, and everything else. Uh, through the years, I, I have uh, programmed light contemporary pop pop at, at uh, WTAL, uh, then then contemporary Christian with WCVC, and then the last two years, WCVC, it was Southern Gospel from yeah. 2002 to 04. Uh, it was Southern Gospel, and, and of course, it kept the ministries in there, the yeah. uh, the paid, yeah. paid preachers. But now, what is it about radio? What is it that draws you to radio? Um, you know, you know, I, I think it's the uh, the companionship aspect of it. Or, or uh, actually, I, I grew up, you know, listening to radio, and there was a gentleman in particular who uh, who uh, I later became very good friends with. He's he's uh, since passed away. He was on the air on twelve seventy. Uh, doing news in the morning when I was in seventh grade, and he used the air name Bob Richards. Okay, Bob Richards with the WTNT twelve seventy news or, or whatever he also did sports. Well, his real name was Rich Fromke. He says nobody wants to hear that on the air, so I'm Bob <laughs> Richards. And uh, I remember telling my dad we were waiting for the bus one one morning. I was seventh grader. And I said, Dad, listen to this newscaster. He's really good. I hope I get to meet him someday. And uh, Dad says, well, maybe maybe you will. Well, it was uh, when when I had just started with WTAL, he had come over to do sports. And uh, and he came in on on one one Sunday when I happened to to, uh, to be in there and uh, and we met and uh, we were very best uh, friends uh. for for many many years and uh, he was someone who who kept saying you know you're going to have a station someday and honestly Pastor Jack I don't I don't think I believed it myself then mm-hmm. you know um, other people believed it more than I did right. But the dream was there but I didn't have the confidence. Now on the station that you own now. You can uh, promote things, but because of FCC regulations, you you don't quite do commercials. Right, we we do promote a business or something like that. So if somebody had a business and they wanted to to uh, let the word get out about their business on your station, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yes, sure. They they call it underwriting, and it's pretty much the same system that Faith Radio would use, or Way FM, or even K Love. They're they're all pretty much under that same model, and uh, we we just can't do a full-blown ad uh, but but we can uh, we can certainly mention a business name their phone number their okay. website uh, you know the uh, some of the services they provide we just can't say they're right. the best can't say they're the best so, so especially if you were in that uh, Woodville Crawfordville area in there 
then that that would be a good area for somebody who who wanted to maybe help promote their business a little bit and also help you out a little bit. It, it, it would, and and uh, and we actually don't cold call any businesses, Pastor Jack. We that might be uh, really unusual yeah. because I know pretty much everybody else in town does, and I did at WCVC. Yeah. Uh, with this one, we've decided to take a actually a more laid back approach, and it's uh, sometimes more tailored to an individual. And uh, basically, the the pitch is. Hey, would would you mind checking our station out? It's at one hundred one point nine. It's WDXD. It's old time country. Uh, just please check it out if you like it and you can support us. Please consider doing that. If not, that's fine. Right. That's that's the pitch. But here this morning, we're helping you get the word out a little bit more. Yes, sir. And <laughs> and I appreciate that because yeah. uh, uh, you know, and we have a Facebook page that that we mentioned earlier, um, which is very very active. Right. And uh, and I, uh, I keep it. Uh, pretty pretty fresh every day with local area news and uh, and what's going on you know if there's a food giveaway with second harvest uh, that kind of thing we'll we'll put that out to try to yeah. help help spread and the, you also the, send out weather reports too because I get them on my yeah uh, yes sir email yes sir every time there's a storm it's yeah, like yeah. okay here we go again another weather yeah, day yeah you give us those things now. Uh, the gospel on the on Sunday. What all happens there? Yes, yeah, yes, sir. Um, well, as uh, as we mentioned, I, I got the music out of WCVC and uh, and um, the uh, station up in uh, in O'Clockney, Thomasville, WJEP, and then even the record labels have, have sent sent us stuff. And uh, another friend that I don't think we've mentioned on the air yet, but we talked about him earlier, Irwin O'Connor. Oh yeah. Erwin uh, uh, came to work at WCVC in, in 1997. We're still friends. He's he's moved off and left us. He's gone to Tennessee, uh, but he's still doing radio up there. He's on a little station in, in Portland, Tennessee, it's doing amazing. His, doing his yeah, gospel you what, show. You can't get away from it if it's in your blood. You just can't get away. He from is 83 it. years old and still doing still doing but radio. Uh, and do, doing you, well. do you have uh, some teachers and preachers? I, 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 have, I have Pastor Henry Miller. He's got the Victory Through Truth broadcast okay. out of. Uh, Woodville, okay. and it's a 15-minute t- teaching program, and uh, Pastor Henry has been on on with us pretty much since the beginning, and uh, matter of fact, he called me the other day, he says, I'm in Kentucky doing a revival oh, yeah. when I get yeah, back. He does that. Yeah. He's still doing those. Yeah. Yeah. He says, yeah. when when I get back, I've got some, some more programs to bring yeah. you, and he says, don't pull me. i got more programs <laughs> to pull. <laughs> I've probably had him on this show more than anybody. Yes, sir. We always have a great time whenever he comes he on is, the show. He is a, a, now, a wonderful Are guy. you open to other people? Yes, sir. Other, yes, sir. Other, other ministries? We, we are. We are. Okay. We are. And well, there you go, folks. Uh, this is what we try to do here is give you information and, and uh, uh, if you're interested in that type of thing, give Alan, go to the Facebook, right? Facebook.com slash WDXD radio or our local number is 877-4641, 877-4641. And if you can't get him that way, just call me and I'll set you up. Right, right. We always close the broadcast out with prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. And Lord God, I just thank you for what you've done in Alan's life. And Lord, let him follow his dreams. And Lord, I just pray you'd continue to help them to build and grow and and do what's in his heart, oh God. And Lord, we do pray for this radio audience, Father. We pray over each and every one. And we pray, God, for our families and for our homes. We pray for our churches, for our pastors, or what comes forth from those pulpits, Father. Let it be anointed, I pray. And Father God, we do pray for America. And we pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. And these things we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Alan, it's been great to have you back on the show. A joy to be with you, Pastor Jack. We won't wait so long next time. That sounds good to me. (laughs) Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.